Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Bruno Falcon, Brian Tolby, Anastasia Keylor, William Dimmant, Abigail Lovett, Ariel Young, Jonathan and Gillian Kastner, Jared, Clark Levin, Jack, Cato and Jellybean, Rob Kaur, Ollie, C. Jason, Grace Brandt, Dylan Herring, Rory A., Nicholas Schaefer, Harry Jones, Samantha Christine, AGVZ, Beery Goosey. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith. Lydia Nicholas. And who are you playing? Grizzoptrick at Amsterdam. Uh, uh, Sasha Racket. Although it occurs to me, Amsterdam may not actually exist yet, really, yeah. as a place. No, absolutely not. Also... So- Sasha's actually who's asking. Yeah, fair. Oh, yeah. fair. That's her Latin name. That's her Latin who's name. Who's asking us? <laughs> <laughs> who's asking us? That is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. So good. Go, I mean, if you don't that's... immediately die, you definitely have to work that in somewhere. Yeah, that yeah. is. That's genuinely happening. So, as it stands, things are not great. You are currently trapped in the distant, distant past in Rome, underneath Rome. So you're fine. It's the present to us. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. So it's going fine. Sorry, what are you that's talking about. That's very deterministic of me. Oh, We're all yeah. good. Awkward. So you are currently surrounded on all sides mm-hmm. by demonstrably evil, mm-hmm. demonstrably mm-hmm. evil mm-hmm. cult of Mars people. Mm-hmm. There is a big pit with a bunch of chains leading into it, and you're in a big room. Yep. And currently, the last thing that happened is you all got surrounded, and someone started running away. Yes. And Cicero's doing something that we don't know what it is, and I'm really hoping it's something that's going to save the day. (laughs) I'm really, really hoping. This comes in riding a dragon. Uh, I'm a bigger fan of Diablo Sex Machina, which is where Cicero runs in going, does this help? And he's like a lit barrel of gunpowder. Shouldn't be there, but he's got it. You don't know how he got it. Oh, I didn't realise he was a cartoon character. (laughs) (laughs) So we are at the top of the initiative round, in which case then, Sasha, you are... Oh. Going to acrobatics over one of them. So we've actually got a little map here in front of us. It looks terrible. <laughs> it does look terrible. <laughs> um, me and Grizzle were back to back in spaces, and then there's three basically surrounding him on one side and three surrounding me on the other, so there's six of them around us so in total. So there's six I flanking am you. going to catapult over, or try to, the one that's like on Grizzle's side. Yeah, yeah. So that 
if I land where I want to and everything goes well, I am then flanking. diagonally next to him and we are flanking mm-hmm. several others. And it'll get you a little bunch of trouble. Uh, yeah. Give well, me the acrobatics check. Yep. Now With these I, guys, it is possible for you to fail. Yep, yeah, yeah, so I do have plus 18, but um, <laughs> ones always come when you don't want them. So let's see if I live or die. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's, oh, a, that's a three, but <laughs> plus 18 is 21. 21? Oh. Oof. Oh. Oh, no. Do you want to know the real sad thing? It was 22. No. You know when I said it is physically possible for them to get you? Yep. It was if you roll a one, Yep. it is physically possible for them to get you. Yep. I think a two as well. Three safe. Hey. Yeah, that's what happens when you min-max, people. Yeah, you, you yeah. min-max and you take a third-party feat. Well, there's, there's one third-party <laughs> one which I won't allow, which allows you to do acrobatics to damage, yeah, which yeah, is well, just, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's ridiculous. just nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the point of this one, that it's been high-risk, high-reward, <laughs> is just that she's only failed once. But then want, I only got a crit, crit once. Do you want your the, attack with sneak attack damage? Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. So I've got three attacks. Yep. <gasps> First one is plus nine, so that's twelve plus nine, twenty-one. Is a hit. Oh, the second one's a natural one, and so this one's plus four. Oh my gosh, and a two! I'm gonna roll for the fumble just I in case. I have in the last like okay. four rolls got a one, a two, and a three. It's real bad. Not good. So one of them is a hit. Yep. With the one, you know what it was? It's real simple. You were swinging like you still had your eye stagger. And the weights are different, so you don't fumble the knife. Came close, but you don't fumble it. Okay. But yeah, the other two are just a mess. But you can give me the attack at least. Being so useless, it's genuinely quite this scary. This still might do for that. For one guy. Yeah. No, that's two ones, a two, and a four. Good total of. I mean, like, is it even worth it? <laughs> Eight. That's ridiculous. Like, literally, in the last, in the last six rolls. Three have been ones. The important thing mm. is that the stakes are low, so it doesn't matter. You're a statistical outlier at this point. <laughs> I mean... You've been rolling horrendously in, in mm-hmm. recent episodes, and it's about damn time. I mean, this is just... This is level death. <laughs> yeah. Grizzop, you're Hello. up. Hello. I will take four shots, please. Where? At the captain until they fall over. I'm going to check. I'm pretty certain you might provoke just... Yes, I am. Every attack no, of opportunity I, in the world. No, you don't need to check. I am. Okay, but cool. I'm better than these people, so <laughs> I'm gonna win. We're surrounded <laughs> by six people. Uh, all of all of whom, by the way, threatened because of the weapons that they're using. Go for it. Okay, so we've got thirty. Oh, yeah. Twenty-two. They tore their armor off. Yes. I rolled a two, so no. No. And then sixteen. No. 15, 16, 17, 18 damage to the captain, which really should kill them because I've dealt enough damage to down a paladin. Mm. Let me check. 18. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a smile. I don't like it. He's smiling. Technically, mm. they are still... Yeah, no, they're, they're down. Oh, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> no. Doof. Oh, is that from the first one? Yes. Ugh. Doof. Down. There it goes. So second one is... That's fine. Oh, actually, it's going to be at the one that Sasha just stabbed. Okay. You don't know how rubbish that stab was. No. It's 15 damage. Down. Cool. Uh, Does a 15 hit the next one? No. Does a 16 hit the next one? No. 
fine. That's me. Okay. Now I get attack of opportunities. Six attack of opportunities. No, five. Five, because I just took one out. Oh, five. Yes, you did. I apologise. I don't apologise. You should apologise to me. I love them. I birthed them. I made them from my brain. They're mooks. Okay. Like what is your AC, by the way? 21. Hit. 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 Miss. Rolls confirm. Oh, no. Hit, but not crit. Fine. So, four hits. Four hits. Oh, my gosh. I actually feel a little... And they're using their special horrendous weapons that Alex loves. How many hit points you got? Give me the total. 39. I'm dead, 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 dead. I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. dies. Oh. Grizzop dies. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Now give it some narration. Oh, 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 oh. just like that. Just down, like that. man. How many hit points did you have out of curiosity? 24. So I'm yeah, minus 15. So the shots go off. The first of the uh, weapons plunges into Grizzop. And the second. No! And then the third and the fourth. <laughs> Uh, all uh, plunge into Grizzop simultaneously. Uh, one of them misses, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because one of them, the one immediately behind you, the spear goes in the back of the head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And comes out through the neck. Grizzop yeah. is extremely dead. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So, so, ah. Uh. Wait, 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 wait. This is the first proper character. Have a listen, people. Oh, 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 oh. oh it's too too skewered. Too oh. skewered for Sasha to even grab the body. That was his character sheet. Grizzop's dead. Whew. In front of Sasha. She screams. She screams the kind of scream that would break the mics. Mm, fair. That I'm I'm not going to... Like, if you've ever heard a grief scream, they're not really something you can physically fake. And they're not the kind of thing that you do down a mic, but no. yeah. Wow. So that happened about five minutes into the episode. Mm -hmm. Don't provoke attacks of opportunity from six people simultaneously. I wanted to kill the captain, I did. Mission accomplished. Uh... <laughs> Ben's like, I'm sat here going, oh no. I love it. The fortunate thing is that if anyone was going to get away from five people chasing her. Yeah, and that might be a good plan. Yeah, gonna, yeah flipping away. So... Oh, it's their turn now, though. Yep. Might be round two of that happening. I need to check something. They're not going to be happy if they notice that you took out their captain. So what happens is all of the guards move to surround Sasha, and because of the way that their movements work, they are able to do so without, without. provoking. Okay. They can just go round because yep. they're so close already. Yep, it's all five foot steps, I think. Two of them yep. get a full attack, and the rest get a single attack. Okay. So, Ben. Yep. I'm escalating you I'm from, now. from lowly player character, the heady heights of I'm logistics. Matt's gremlin. Yeah. Not a mass goblin. Not a mass goblin. That one's gone. No. <laughs> so I'm going to do the single attacks first. What is your AC? Twenty. Two hits. Mm-hmm. She does not have many hit points. Rolls confirm. Another hit, not a crit. Okay. You're on to, you're up to three. She's not gonna survive this. Two misses. 
and another hit. Yeah, she's, there's no, even if you roll ones on that stuff. Ooh, how many hit points? She's got 17 hit points. And that was as many as that, that, okay, so four yeah. hits did for me. This they is carry do... specific weapons that have a huge variance, mm-hmm. so it is possible for you to Their survive, strength but I have no idea. will probably take it out to half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Like, I genuinely thought there'd be, like, at least some time to have, like, a chat about, like... Autumn. Well, if we both die, remember, gods are the planes afterlives. You know, there's loads Sasha of narrative doesn't worship tools. anyone. Doesn't matter. The Her last thing exists. that Sasha sees... <laughs> is the final weapon flying towards her head and then everything goes black. How much damage did you do? I mean, it, this isn't stuff I can reflex for half damage, is it? No. No. Sasha goes down. Mm. How much damage did you do? Uh, I assume she's dead dead. No, it's sy- yeah, it's systemically dead. important. Yeah. 23. Oh, okay. Dead, so dead. she's only unconscious. Me- merely. Merely suffering brain damage She now. has that been... That isn't no, no, fudged no. either. She's you got been unconscious, damage. I think, canonically five times in the last week. So to her, she's just like, oh, again. <laughs> like, you know the whale that is, or no, oh, yeah. the, the, the box the of petunias, yeah. Yeah. as it's going down, like into darkness. Oh, no, again. Like, oh, no, not again. That is sort of the, oh, no, not now, again. Now, the one thing you do need to remember, though, is there's not a friendly paladin with lay on hands to just bring you straight back. I have, uh, like, if Cicero has a potion, and I've got potions in my bag, True. but I assume, I assume she's out. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I expected this to last longer than... Uh, I think that's minus six. Longer than, less than a quarter of an episode. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Alex, I do feel like that's on you. That is entirely on you. You could have decided I, to I do expect, whatever you wanted. I expected more faff, if I'm honest. No. No. <laughs> like, you, you, yeah. Have you met Grizzop? And also, you made this very, like, <laughs> overpowering from the start. But it's fine. Okay, <laughs> so she's on minus six. You could have sneaked. You could have snuck. You could have snooked. Like, it got to the point where we were waiting for a lot of things to happen in the other, in the corridor. But yeah. yeah. Sasha comes to. Oh, right. Gosh. Was not expecting that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I was happy to let you carry on for yeah. a bit. Yeah. So Sasha comes to. She's like, oh, again. As she comes to, yeah, there's a, there's a moment of like, oh, not again. And there's familiar wooziness and the like wanting to spring into action because usually it happens in the middle of a fight and. It's the second and a half before she remembers that her friend is dead, impaled through the skull in front of her. Give me a perception check. You are taking so yeah, yeah, many yeah. penalties. Oh, that was a natural one. <laughs> oh, we started as we went to go on. Yeah, well, the, like the world is spinning in a sort of, of nauseous horror. Yeah. Sasha is currently... In fact, I think, wait, she throws up. Sensible. Currently she is tied up in some way hanging face down with her arms sort of strapped out behind her. So she's currently in a very awkward position, hung down. There is a small pool of blood where she is facing down her own. Only small? Gosh. Um, How many hit points is she on? Mostly it seems to be coming from the face. Currently, you will be on one hit point. Okay. There are conversations happening around you. In Latin? You you are not able to make out words. You're barely, you're barely with it. Yep. In fact... I'm going to let you know, even though you didn't really get enough perception for it. Um, <laughs> oh, I got you, no perception. You, you, you get the impression that they aren't aware that you're even awake or uh-huh. anything like that. Like, you haven't been brought to. Right. You have potentially come to. Mm-hmm. But there is conversations happening around you that you can't really hear. Mm-hmm. Everything seems a bit louder than it was before. Like, the, obviously, there was the, the sound of battle. But more than that, there are the definite sounds of stuff down the pit 
playing up and so on. Eventually, you, you sort of drift out for a bit. You, you drift back in. With more hit points? With the same amount of oh, hit points. You drift... Amount of hit point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You drift back in, mm-hmm. and there are definite sounds of huge creatures playing up from presumably that pit, like big, mm-hmm. loud roars and so in on. In what direction? You aren't able to discern. Okay. It, it seems to be echoing around all over the place, and there's the sound of heavy, heavy chains moving. You drift out again. Yep. You come to this time finally a little bit more with it. With one hit point? Nope. <laughs> one Just hit one hit point. point. <laughs> Remember, you're mechanically absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is bright sunlight. Ooh streaming in, which is what has woken you, like glaringly, glaringly bright sunlight. And there are the sounds of huge movements coming closer. Mm-hmm. And you manage to sort of finally lift your head and see what's going on properly. Mm-hmm. The entire open ceiling mm-hmm. is open. Ah, um, okay. It's a, it, Thunderbirds are go! Very, very <laughs> much, very much. It actually has more the sort of like observatory dome thing going on. It does have a dome that has opened rather than it being like full Tracy Island yeah. the swimming pool pulls away Five, but I will point four, out this three, is in two, potentially Nero's palace one. dragon meritocrats are gold <laughs> so although there was a dome mm-hmm. there probably is a very lush verdant thing up above and stuff are going to start flying out so yeah F-A-B <laughs> so there is bright bright sunlight pouring down into this room mm-hmm. and you can see that to your left appears to be a strung up Cicero who is white as a sheet mm-hmm. and he's, he is screaming, no, no, what are you doing? No, what are you doing? You can see looking around those sort of mechanical mm-hmm. devices around. Mm-hmm. Now that there's enough light in, you can see the full layout. Mm-hmm. There are six of them and chains are rapidly like flying through them. You know, like when an anchor's released. From all six of them, there's a few guards at each of them. And there is what appears to be a sort of battered captain holding something on the far side of this room. He really appears to not know what he's doing. He looks out of his depth and he's holding this. He's not moving with assurance. He's sort of like kind of a little bit overwhelmed with everything that's going on. It is not... So he's holding a bat as like a body or a weapon? It's too far away for you to discern specifically what it is. It is something kind of glowy but he is on the very far side of this room it is small it is maybe say the size of like a glass or like a drinking glass or something similar like that kind of size bigger than a can but you know smaller than a bread bin I don't, I don't know how to a potiony type thing you can't even discern like it is giving oh, okay. off light like a lamp Right. Let's, probably let's, assume it's a lamp let's assume it's some kind of lamp yeah. to be clear it is not the captain that Grizzop shot this is to be appears to be a mook captain, like tatty armor. Are we talking tatty, like the dull red armor? Yes. Okay. So also, I'm assuming that they're on the gantry. They're not at the bottom of the pit. Correct. So is Grizzop's body just still there? Yes. Yeah. It's just just left where he lay. There's Jupiter bodies all over the place. I, I assume that that's left... far enough away that you wouldn't even see. I mean, there is so much death in yeah, this room. Yeah. To be clear, this wasn't a small fight that you all rocked up into. It was an ambush on a large number yeah, of people. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. is a... There's tens of corpses. Oh, it is a bloodbath. Yeah. So, Cicero's yelling all this. Yeah. There's, yeah, these bodies everywhere and so on. And the 
I'm going to keep calling him the captain. He is clearly starting to be openly terrified. He's saying a bunch of stuff that you don't recognise. You are starting to make out the words of people around you, like the mm-hmm. Latin in inverted commas, the potions are still active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mostly it's stuff like, quick, 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 move them, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, release it, release it. The one in the middle is starting to try and yell stuff in a language you don't recognise. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should confirm that. What languages do you speak? Really just French and English and lip reading and sign language. But, I mean, I did also just put Latin because we levelled up. Yeah. Mechanically, she speaks Latin. Oh no! Mechanically, fluently. you speak Latin. He is not speaking Latin right, or okay. any language that you recognise. Okay. Is it Draconic? It might be. Yeah. The first of the enormous claws mm-hmm. creeps over the side, mm-hmm. facing you. Like the claw is is maybe fifteen feet from you. It's it's massive. It's mm. the kind of sizes that you'd expect. So the first of the claws creeps over the side. It is black, like black, black, like sooty black, mm. and it pulls itself up. This is a this is a huge, like enormous dragon pulls itself up and the head creeps over. Give me another perception check now that you're actually, you know, conscious. I mean, how low can you roll, Sasha? That's five, so... You are rolling terribly. I know. You really are. Like, I know. Yeah. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Merely. Merely 18. So, the creature is facing away from you, mm-hmm. but you can see that it's in really bad condition. Mm-hmm. It has clearly not been having a good time down there. The head comes up, and just because you're slightly off to one side, it squares off with the guard who's holding this thing. Mm-hmm. The guard is genuinely terrified, like, shaking. He's trying to say some stuff. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's completely terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, he holds this thing out, and he's definitely under the impression that it should make a difference, and he yells something out that's probably in order, mm-hmm. something along the lines of... I, uh, do this, yeah. I guess. Obey me. <laughs> I am your master. At which point, it doesn't reach out for him. Yeah. It doesn't try to bite tongue. him. Yeah. Takes a deep breath. <laughs> it just breathes, I'm guessing. And it just breathes. Yeah. Just breathes. This jet black, edged in white flame, pours out. You are directly behind. Okay. You can feel blistering heat coming from it. Yeah. You have to close your eyes just, even though it's sort of black edged in white, that mm-hmm. whiteness alone is, you, you, it is genuinely painful to even look at and your eyes close automatically. Mm-hmm. It seems to just go on forever, just this pouring roar of noise and destruction. And then you hear the sounds of other movements and so on. By the time you're able to open your eyes and the after image is disappearing, you see the first of the huge dragons leap up into the sky. Mm-hmm. One comes out is pure gold. One comes up kind of coppery. One comes up kind of silvery, longer, thinner. They're, they're coming out rapidly. And then the last of them starts to make its way out. This one is much smaller than the others. It is... Nobody. It seems to be basically the runt. Yeah. It is a brass dragon. And given your perception modifiers, I think you probably recognise it as, like, maybe a juvenile apophis? Shouts his name. Or maybe. shouts that name. I do have high perception. Over all of the noise and the clamour and so on, it jumps up into the air. They all start. Alex hates stories. Yeah. They all they all fly up into. Mostly, Alex really really doesn't want to handle a full time pyrox. <laughs> but yeah, they they failed the perception regardless. So they launch into the air. Mm-hmm. With them gone, and the clamour suddenly stopping, you can now see what's left of the room around mm-hmm. you. 
And by what's left of the room around you, I mean the far side of it is effectively gone. Yeah. yeah. More than just there are... Melted. I mean, yeah, like, all of the metal is gone, most of the stone is blasted, and a huge chunk of what appears to be garden and so on appears to have maybe mm-hmm. sort of slumped down into this. And with that, yep. leaving you with just the screams of Cicero and the despairing cries of the guards that were on this side of the room, yep. we'll take a break. Yay! Woo! 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 Yeah! Having fun! <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And I was going to say welcome back. It's not really welcome. It's more I feel like. I'm quite unwelcome, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You've really just. Hanging around. No, yeah, I've said goodbye now. I'm hanging around. It's a little bit awkward. Like a bad smell. Yeah. I mean, eventually, if you leave him there long enough, yeah. <laughs> so the guards around you really couldn't care less about you right now. Everyone is looking up. Could I do a combined sneak and escape artist? Yes. I'm going to continue describing what they're looking up at, uh. and then I'll get the roll from you. It appears like, you know, for a moment they're all looking up and they're like, oh, maybe it's all right. You know, maybe, maybe they are going to go and do no. No, the first thing that happens is that huge black one. Mm-hmm. You hear another bout of roaring, another bright white sort of flash of light, mm-hmm. pretty much immediately above mm-hmm. where you are right now. And that's when all the guards start looking at one another and going, oh no. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of start to scatter. <laughs> Give me the rolls. <laughs> okay, so then I won't be a sneak one, I'll just be a skate artist. Only 12, so... 28. Only 28? Yeah. Yeah. So you aren't going to just be like, done, but you are done within a minute. Yeah. You can basically start pulling at those bonds. It's clear that what they've done is they've basically done a basic job Mm -hmm. and then we're leaving it at that. They haven't realised how many daggers she has on her. And some of them are hidden in bits. I mean, a couple have been maybe taken, but... Yeah, like the obvious ones. Yeah, yeah. There are things like... Some of these are, like, flat, clear... Like, so thin, they're clear blades sewn into the, like, stitching of her jacket. I mean, you've got advanced stitching methods they've never seen before. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, there's there's (laughs) materials in it. Like, the the adamantine one, for instance. I don't think they would have necessarily seen it. Also, just the smelting methods. Oh, yeah, it's completely like... Yeah. You're from the future. Yeah, yeah. like, genuinely... We're, we're barely out of the Iron Age. <laughs> she probably just needs to twist her ankle and then one shoots out of the... Yeah. So as you're, as you're undoing stuff, you get to have a look around at mm-hmm. yourself and at what's going on. So Cicero appears distraught, yeah, well, utterly distraught. Being able to sort of turn now that no one's looking, you can see that you appear to be sort of tied to, mm. effectively, some hunks of the railing which have maybe been fallen away and just propped up and so on. Mm. So you are held apart. You get the distinct impression you might have been a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, ah! Cicero too. And you were just too small. They were, they, it's like you're trying to give popcorn to a bulldog. They, they really <laughs> weren't into the thing. Some of your equipment, the obvious stuff, is is sort of laying around beside you. They just took it off you and threw it down yeah. cursorily. But yeah, you, you still have blades on you. You managed to undo it. Yeah. And by Cicero being distraught, I mean, you can't bring him to. Yeah, okay. So, like, slash you through his bonds and then, like, tries to shake him. Do you know how to teleport? 
We need to get out of here. They will destroy everything. Nothing can be saved. I thought I thought killing Galba would do it. I mean, I, no. what were they thinking? Like, there is you, can't a just, you can't just expect a random person to be able to control this. Like, mate, we cannot. Oh, God. We, we can't. Well, like, we just need to go. We, I mean, Give me a diplomacy check. Goodness sake. To try, and, strength to yeah. try and talk him down. Okay. If you roll well, I will expect more. If you roll badly, that'll do. I mean, she has nothing in diplomacy, so that is a base Na- charisma, minus one. Could you do an intimidate if you tried to threaten him with a dagger? That is also a charisma. Fair. <laughs> I know, but you might have skill points in it. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to... No. Fair. That's right, a nope. Fair. That's a nope. Yeah. Give me the diplomacy check. How can you roll this lot? I've even tried to switch dice. That's so, two. At least it's our natural one. He's openly weeping and dropping to his knees and just wailing. Just because it's the end of civilization as he knows it. (laughs) And suddenly he's throwing his toys out the prank. Okay, Sasha rolls her eyes and chugs her cure light wounds. Go for it. Which is calm. Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) I think think you cure three? Yeah. Just garbage. I just. Wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. She doesn't have his stuff. No, Ben is slowly digging through the resemblances of... But my corpse has four cure serious. So depending if you want to find Grizzop's corpse... Uh, For what it's worth, If that was dumped near where her stuff was. You can spot where you were previously, so it wouldn't be hard to find him, but there are bodies on top of where he... Like, I mean, the place is... A mess. It is a charnel house... Combined with a barbecue, she would it's not good. Absolutely, go and nick Grizzop's stuff. So heading over to Grizzop then, because I, she's had friends die before. Yeah, yeah, and nick their stuff. So heading over to Grizzop, the yeah. guards, by the way, are starting to. Fl- a couple of them are just stood staring upwards as destruction is raining out. <laughs> Occasionally, a body will fall from the from the ceiling down through straight through to the pit, and Do so on. You need on. a sneak roll. No one cares. Okay. No one cares. The ones that aren't just completely overwhelmed with, yeah, quite literally, mm-hmm. potentially the fall of all civilized existence. <laughs> Not potentially, we know it is. <laughs> they are, so a few of them like running out through the tunnels and so on. So yeah, from now on, mm-hmm. you ain't making stealth checks, I can just tell you now. Okay. So you head over to where you, you saw Grizzop I mean, fall. So she, having been like repeatedly knocked unconscious, turned undead, and returned, like, it's, it's not like she has hope. Is that she has curiosity. I mean, you've literally been dead and walking for a while. Yeah, like, I mean, her organs have been outside her body and she got better. Yeah. So maybe paladins have some way of dealing with a, like, stab through the skull. Like, you, you, you managed to pull, like, one of the bodies that is sort of gently covering him a little bit. Yeah. And he's there. Yeah. Face down, yeah. tattered, gaping, yeah. gaping wounds. And his eyes are still open, albeit facing down. She turns him over and closes his eyes and gives him a hug. She's, like, covered, I assume, in, like, goopy... I don't know what colour Grizzop's blood is. Benjamin? Well, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'll let you make the call. Green. She is, like, smeared in her own blood. Her oh, there's, own there's red everywhere. Yeah. Her there's own. also yeah. a bit of green. Uh, yeah. She's smeared in red and green, and she is about as articulate as I am. As the fires are licking up around the pit, there are screams and cries from up high, there are roars, there are explosions, and yeah, there is is a moment of stillness for you. And then she notices his kit and, like, puts him down. She's not, she's not, like... Quite as grizzop-y in the Rub whole life. Let's move on. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's just a trash thing. But like, it is. She's 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 a uh, lays him very gently down, and then ruffles through his stuff. Is are you looking for something specific? Looking you do have for... a bag of holding, so you could yep. literally just take literally no, all of it. Yep. He's got a bag of holding with all the stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. So she takes a bag of holding, uh, rummages through. I've actually got four, but <laughs> she works out which one has one. stuff in. The important uh, thing. Thank inventory. you, Daddy. You gave me the inventory bit. Oh. Four times cure serious wounds. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. Oh yeah. Well, she she chucks not, one of them. How many hit points is that? That one I'll double check. I want to say it's three d eight plus three. Can you roll the is grizzled yeah, since I, I can't roll? It. roll. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. See how it works. Oh. It's one d eight plus one, two d eight plus two. Yeah, yeah, 3D8 okay, 3D8 that makes three. sense. Cool. So mm-hmm. Sasha heals. Yeah. Oh. What? See the suspicion. <laughs> It real! It as, real! As long as Lydia never rolls another dice, okay, so Sasha might just make it out. What? 23. 23. Okay, 23 she is now on back. 27, which yeah, is... Yeah, like... just for reference, I rolled an 8, an 8, and a 4. <laughs> yeah, that is the highest she's been on hit points for a very long time. Because um, <laughs> Grizzop's last gift to you. Yeah, exactly! Like, genuinely, that's why I asked you to uh, do it. <laughs> four times... Oh, now, now we're on three. She goes over to Cicero. He's in a real bad way as well. It yeah. looks like they've worked him over like, as well. Holds his head in uh-huh. a like vice-like grip. He's I eventually he's not, not able to look up because yeah, he like yeah. holds him and like literally pours the potion down his throat. Ben, could you roll for? I know. Just, well, oh, shall I? Oh, oh, yeah, Lydia's rolling for this one. Oh, but I thought you wanted to heal him. Uh, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> that is seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, so Cicero. You, you can see wounds knit on him in real time as he gets into a far more ready state. Does that in any way calm him down? Yes, but he seems to be shutting down now. Yeah. Again, like, to modern sensibilities, he's just powering towards full shock. Yeah, 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 so she literally, like, shakes him and, like, do you know how to teleport? Is there any way out of this city? Uh, I mean... We could take the tunnels, try the aqueducts, maybe. Which way are the tunnels? Just point. He, he's, he's quite pliable. He just points more or less back the way you came. Literally puts him on a back, mm-hmm. like a backpack, mm-hmm. and starts walking. Okay. I am going to accelerate time. Yep. No one is down here. Mm-hmm. People have already run, have run. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the further, like, as you're heading out from this big atrium down back into the sort of underground bit where you came from, mm-hmm. there's less noise. It's actually really deceptively quiet. Yep. Um, you hear the occasional noise back from where you came from, nothing from above. Mm-hmm. Then one heavy... Yep. And then nothing again for a, for a long period. It, it certainly seems to be calming Cicero a little bit. Yep. And he starts sort of monologuing. Yep. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to... Like, he's talking to himself. He's yep. not talking for you. And it's just lots of stuff like... It's the goblin. It's the goblin's fault. Cause if I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a coup, but better the evil you know. I mean, we get uh, Galbra because at least make him do what you want. You can't just, you can't just. Sasha can't puts just really... him down. Says so like, if you say that one more time, I will kill you here. Yeah. Okay. Like grabs him again and keeps walking. Okay. So, you eventually make it back to uh, original where you came in, if you remember, which is that sort of sewer oh. stairway. You could keep going. I would keep going underground, definitely. Okay. So you well, keep... I say I. She definitely would. Me, from a logical point of view, you want to be below the thing, and her, because comfort thing. <laughs> There's walls everywhere. Ooh. Well, if you remember, the stairs lead to the sewers. They don't lead to mm. the up and out. So it's a choice between okay, continuing sure. underground in this complex or well, heading down to the sewer. Well, then she'd ask Cicero whether or not he answers. She'd try. 
No, you seem to have got through to him yeah. finally. It, it helped that there was less, you know, everything yeah. is being destroyed before his eyes. Yep. Which way gets us out of the city with as little time above ground as possible? I mean, we could we could try and take the sewers. That'll take us a lot of the way. Mm-hmm. Where do these go? The sewers? No, these tunnels. Because we, we're in other I mean, tunnels. We're, 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 we're currently beneath Nero's. So this'll... We're beneath the palace. More, more or less, yeah. So, how it works... The palace is actually at the top of a, a, a small-ish hill, OK? Yeah. There are sort of tunnels and so on beneath that hill, mm-hmm. and presumably this enormous atrium thing, mm-hmm. which is sort of within that. Mm-hmm. The sewers are beneath the ground level and then led in. Mm-hmm. So these tunnels are sort of a similar level with them. You happen to come up some stairs, but we're not talking, you know, 15 floors or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's more that the the complex is tied to yeah, the palace I'm... and the sewers are tied to externally that's effectively okay, it right cool so then we go into the sewers okay you start heading down and yeah. again it's it at first it's, it's quite quiet you get down to the sort of sewer level that sort of squatted very narrow cramped because it's not at particularly which well worked she, i assume can't carry this right it's fine for what it's worth he's doing what he's told and yep. um, he's, he's not even monologuing now yep which is good so you start heading on the sewers for a while there's nothing then there's another big boom of explosion and as a, as a visual I can describe it which is you're going down this cramped have you ever actually seen the tunnels for these sewers back in Rome? not Roman ones no let's put it this way they really were like as long as water can get through it it's fine yep. they didn't really make human accessibility that high on the yep. priorities list so they're a little better than cracks yep. but they still have manhole covers that lead down and, and ladders and so on so you're heading along what's effectively a gash in the ground right. in the dark and very distant there's a bit of light Yep. Comes closer. It's the first of the manhole covers. Mm-hmm. This is the drip, drip, drip of some blood coming from the manhole down. Cries and screams and fire above. Keeps going. Keep through going. The Second manhole cover, same as the first. Mm-hmm. Third manhole cover, same as the first. I'm going to accelerate time. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah. And and I mean this is a zoning out and getting through it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. It is horrendous above by the way now that you're starting to pass by like the actual populated streets with their with yep. their manhole covers and so on there there are cries screams roars blasts explosions and you just keep plodding along there's no one down here and then you finally make it to the point where mm-hmm. this at least specific one just stops mm-hmm. it takes a sort of turn to the left and so on and then just hits a solid steel grating mm-hmm. and then there is a rusted sort of ladder leading up to a manhole cover above you. Does the steel grating go anywhere? It appears to carry on, I've but got it is. An acid flask. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be enough to go through whatever's. Do you still have an adamantine dagger? Yes. Combination of acid flask and adamantine dagger. It won't be quiet. Yep. I wouldn't fret about doesn't, that. Doesn't matter. She's going to stay underground as much as possible. Partly for, like I say, logical reasons, but mm-hmm. really this is a like comfort and like the comfort of enclosed spaces and also the. I don't think she'd be capable of dealing with another person, mm-hmm. right? No, like I get that it. Just wouldn't be doable. In fact, it's quite a strange thing where she Cicero is behind her, and this is oddly like a, a thing of. Like I've actually thought quite a bit about the, like whether she would force him to go in front of her, but he doesn't matter enough, no. and she's not quite in enough of a position to be like, I'm going to save this one because he said nasty things about Grizzop. If he hadn't said that, he'd be in front of her, and she'd be making sure he was okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? Give me a survival check, please, because you're navigating underground spaces. That's five. Okay, so you head through that grate and you start going. What you didn't hear is when you were talking earlier, I rolled the roll for Cicero. He seems to be handling it a little better than you. (laughs) So you start heading through the tunnels. Um, 
you hit another grate, you're able to cut through with the adamantine, mm -hmm. but having to take these turns and so on, it becomes... Completely confused what direction is. Super confusing very quickly. Also, there's very little sense to these. Mm -hmm. They aren't gridded, yeah. they aren't... Like, they are a bit of a mess, you know. Mm -hmm. Infrastructure wasn't really a thing yet. Yep. A lot of long straight lines, but intersecting mm. randomly, effectively. Yeah. Cicero has a better job. Uh -huh. You manage to make it towards the edge of Rome. Right. But at that point, A, you're running out of sewers, and it takes ages. Yep. Uh, the destruction appears to be wholesale. It is still going on when yep. you make it to the edge. Okay. Uh -oh. But eventually, you make it to literally a dead end. Mm -hmm. Cicero's like... I think this might be as far as we can get and for what it's worth you think the same but yep. he's been leading you the last sort of okay. half of this really so she sort of turns around and she says to him like i'm i'm just gonna walk out of rome and you're gonna come with me if you turn away i i don't i don't have enough i'm not gonna fight you on this but i'm telling you if there's anything you want to like save or anything you want to change all of that has to wait until we get out of the city limits, right? Like, that is that is what we do now. That's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. There's nothing left to save there. You got that? Maybe we deserved it. Maybe you did, but people don't get what they deserve, mate. Like, it, that has nothing to do with what happens to people. All right? That's not... Maybe you did, I can't, I can't judge that, but that, that is... That's not why, okay? So, ignore the screams, is what she said, as she, like, opens the grate and For just... what it's worth, yep. it's less here. There's a reason that you have decided, like, don't double back and keep going. Like, it is less here. You can mm -hmm. still hear and see stuff, but anyway, you head up the ladder. Manhole is heavy as, but, yeah, it is movable. Chocker, you take ten, Pathfinder, I'm not going to make you roll mm. for that. You both head up onto the, onto the outskirts of the city. Bearing in mind that the outskirts of the city has a wall to it had a wall to oh, it. Oh, okay. So, you stand up and you look around. Mostly what you are stood in... Like a wall is the one thing she's still really equipped to deal with. The shattered remnants of buildings. Right. There is not much left here, really. There's a couple of, like, living people picking their way through the debris and so on. Yep. But ahead of you is a gash in, in the wall. You appear to have headed quite... How do I put it? When you heard the first explosions, they were at one end of the city. You've been going in the opposite direction of the city for a while. Yep. Then you sort of turn around just to get a sense of where you are. There are dragons still <laughs> swooping across the city. They'll swoop down. One of them just takes out a whole street in a go. Another one, they're being a bit more, you know, pernickety. The, the black one, for instance, has gotten down to the level of trouncing individual buildings and is picking their way through. There are things moving across. You do notice. Mm -hmm. Give me a perception check, actually. Yeah, that is 25. 20, yeah, that's enough. You notice that all of them seem completely engaged, wholesaling, just destroying this place. Mm. However, you do notice that they seem to be having a bit of trouble with the palace itself insofar as there have been some stuff. Mm. However, you notice there is a huge swirl of clouds sweeping around above all focusing in on basically the the yeah. nero's palace presumably the front which we later found relatively protected but not as good at the back correct yes so that enormous shunt away by the way i'm happy to tell you is most of the garden and the palace is falling into that huge pit over time and just making a big old slope yep. but anyway 
as you are looking, lightning strikes once, then again, then two, three, four times on the palace, but quick enough that this is in a glance. Yeah. And then just a sustained bolt of lightning is pouring down into the palace. All of the dragons sort of turning and paying attention. Blue sky lasers! Blue no. sky lasers, yeah! <laughs> As you're looking, the golden one takes a, tries to fly at the, um, at the palace and another bolt of lightning comes out, strikes it, strikes it down. Not out, <laughs> strikes it down. At which point, the other dragons all seem to be seeing one another. They all kind of get up, circle around. And then it all just goes white for a while as multiple ones attempt to just breathe at it. Okay, this is more that, like, while you may want to tell me what happens, fine. Sasha wants to shut down and get out of it. That's it. That's, yeah. that's me doing is, yep. I'm assuming you turn your back rather than just stand there and watch. She com- yeah, she completely turns her back and just starts trudging. And maybe, like, while she might have told Cicero to ignore this, she puts Cicero's in front of her, mm-hmm. right? And so every time he sort of might be steering away from the crack she shouts at him but without him realizing if there is anyone like that she could like within a few meters that she can grab and drag to not really. get out no not really there have been a couple of people most of them are either grievously in- injured right. or too far away for you to really do that unless you want to really make a thing of it there's there's just nothing she can do scale like there, there is nothing. So the two of you then make it through yep. what is actually the shattered remnants of a gatehouse. So there are chunks of the wall missing, but at least here there's a road, mm-hmm. and you're just picking yourself across the debris. Okay. She uh, quietly throws up in a corner, mm-hmm. and then uh, turns to him and says, "We keep walking," and they do. She just keeps walking away from Rome. Okay. For what it's worth. Cicero joined you. Mm-hmm. There is all manner of wholesale sounds of disaster, extinction, just awfulness behind you, and you both just keep walking and you don't look back. Mm. So, yeah. I think if there's anyone that she sees that she could grab and help, but... Uh, At this stage? It's the... Not really. Walking. You're, you're actually working your way towards the necropolis, but to be clear... Don't know what that is. So Necropolis is, there is a very, very, very large sort of cemetery towards the outskirts of Rome and I so I mean, is on. that something that she um, would have seen when they came into Rome? Because it's like, where is... This is not a inhabited area. You are right. heading out into... The yeah. thing is, certain parts of Rome, yeah. there was a wall. Yeah, and then countryside. And then there was nothing there. Yeah. You are at one of those points. You are just heading out. There's, again, like I said, there's a, there's a section of sort of, at least it seems to be graves right. and so on, but there are no people. Okay. There's maybe, you see, like, a couple of distant people have the same idea, just yeah. running across the fields and so on. Oh, she's not running, she's walking. No, 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 but this is I a mean, long, just... This is a marathon, not a sprint. I mean, just leaving. Sasha is going to wind up her spring-loaded wrist sheaths, going to put adamantine in one, and she's still got fire, so fire in the other. And she's like, all right, mate, I'm not one for talking, but we've just... Do you have any, do you have any friends? You know what's useful in times like this? Friends. We've got anywhere... I might know a place. Well, we'll go there then. So with you disappearing off into the distance, I am going to do a time jump, but not 
a thousand years and everything being fine. Well, that's yeah. the main campaign. Yeah. That's no, just 2000, I guess. Yeah. If, yeah. Like, if you want to listen to that, just like wait a week. Yeah. yeah. It's in the year of 1249. I, I Everyone's Viking. We don't yeah. explain why. It's just a wonderful adventure. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead about, about 20 years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to jump ahead. You changed the age on Santa's character sheet. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I am gonna. I'm gonna jump ahead to a um, matters. A a secluded rural scene. Mm-hmm. There are there are some rolling hills leading towards the mountain. There are some woods. There's a seems to be a smallish river nearby, and we start from a distance. And there is some kind of estate. It is a kind of combination farm villa thing going on. Mm-hmm. It, it clearly is out in the middle of nowhere and self sufficient. There there is nothing really nearby within sight. Again, a bit closer. And we see that rather than it just being a farm, there's actually quite a lot of people there, more than you'd necessarily expect, mm-hmm. actually. And as we zoom in a bit closer, they're actually they're a lot short. There's a lot of children. Children? Large, what? Large numbers of sort of children roaming around. Some of them seem to be sort of playing and sort of laughing in the farmyard and so on. Some of them appear to be doing, like, manoeuvres. Yes. Like drills, things like that. Mm. And um, Having fun. Standing on each other's heads. (laughs) Cicero is sort of there, pretty old by this point, and he's sort of wandering around. He's he's clearly just surrounded by children and trying to make them listen. They're mostly like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then run off and do other stuff. (laughs) We we head towards the the main building. It's actually a very sort of calm, serene place, although there's a larger amount of sort of weapons and armour than you would necessarily expect. (laughs) Some of them are sort of like... Held in racks and so on. There's there's a few that are just they're blunted. Aren't they blunted? There's a few that are just sort of left lying Mostly around. Blunted. So we we head upstairs and there is a a very very small child actually is seemingly being led into an office by two quite heavily mm. armed men. They are they're quite dirty. They are sort of they have they have the the reek of maybe like mercenary or or, or something similar. They're very travel stained. They they lead this child into the office, and on the far side of the desk we see... Uh, well, she's she's not as scrawny as she once was. <laughs> but, like, she's kept in shape. She runs around after people a lot. Uh, oh, I'm all sad. Genuinely. Yeah. So this uh, child... Mm-hmm. The, the two guards seem to lead the child in. Mm-hmm. The child pushes through them quite forcefully, stands in front of them, hands on hip. Uh, sorry, sorry, lady, uh... Basically, these these two said they want some help. I don't know if they're worth your time, but you know, thought thought I'd uh, all right. show them up. Everything all right? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you you head off, little Maximus. I'll uh, that's his name. He's little Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got little Maximus, Maximus, and big Maximus. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> gotta have him. Are you coming down for uh, maneuvers later? Yeah, I I need to see how well your rehearsals have been going. We've got a show next week. Right. Yes, we do. The kid sort of pushes through the guards who look a little bit nonplussed and then heads out of the office. How can I help you, gentlemen? Throws a a dagger up in the air, catches it. It spins on her finger. She literally (laughs) catches it on her finger. The the two guards look at one another, lean forward and go, "Um, We we hear that you're the the best at... uh, you know, keeping stuff secure and, well, we we, 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 we want to hire you and, and, and all of it, really. All right. I've got my uh, 
pulls down a kind of bit of paper. This is my... Uh, I think people are going to call them moral codes in the future. It's a new thing I've come up with. Let me know if what you need keeping secure, like, crosses any of these. Slight. And uh, I'll get my team on it. Thanks. As we head out of the office, out of the window, zooming across, and we see all of the kids are starting to be brought in for a meal. You see the horses of the uh, two uh, merchants that have travelled far, and we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna pan out pan out on this scene. Some kid sneaks on top of the horse and starts doing somersaults from one to the other. Well, I think at what yeah, I think at one point one of the kids is on the roof, but it's okay because there's an adult there looking up and applauding. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll uh, zoom out and zoom out and. Uh, I think we'll leave it there for for, for Sasha. <laughs> Meanwhile, Grizzop wakes up. Yeah, he he feels seems to be on maybe a bed of, of moss or underbrush or something, and he feels he feels good. But more than that, he feels peppy, like caffeinated, like good to go, like raring to go. More than more so than he has in a while. Because even for Grizzop, you've been doing a lot, but this is more than well rested. You are ready to go. You are ready to do something. And uh, you you seem to be in a, a a verdant but strange forest. You don't recognise it. The plants are strange. The animal like there's there's a couple of small animals distant that you you don't recognise. It's lush. It's green, and it's brand new. I try and pull out my bow. You can. It's there. It's all good. Right. I'll knock an arrow and start to see what's what. Okay. You start heading up a uh, gentle slope. There's sort of a fresh running stream and so on, and you see that the tree line seems to sort of break up past the slope and so on. You start heading up, and you realise that although although you have enough to see by, it's actually currently night. That it's moonlight that you're seeing by. So you start heading up this slope, and then you make it to the top of the slope, and you break through the tree cover effectively, and you get a uh, lay of the land ahead of you. And it appears to be a completely untouched wilderness. There are huge, enormous soaring mountains off to one distance, snow-capped and, and far off. There's this forest that seems to stretch out far, far into the distance. You see that the forest peters out and gives way to plains and so on. And then off very far amongst the trees, you see a uh, flock of birds suddenly sort of startle and fly up. And you see a enormous creature is loping its way slowly through the trees and so on. You feel good? The stars up above are completely unfamiliar to you. There are maybe ten times as many as you've ever seen before. Uh, and there is a streak of sort of green running through what you would have thought of as sort of the Milky Way, but is a different shape. Cool. So Grizzle will look up to the moon mm-hmm. and just say, Right, so this is what's next. And he'll scuttle off to hum that beast. Okay. And I think I'll leave that there. I think that's a nice-ish. And that concludes our sort of mini Rome arc. I'm... It was... I'm gonna cry now. Yeah. We'll have the normal campaign picking up from next week and we'll uh, have some faces. Will anything ever be normal again, Alex? We'll have at at least some players that you might have missed for a while. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Lowry Ann Davis. To subscribe, buy merchandise or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. 
Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. He's he's gone, Blin. Okay. Oh. Right. My AC... I feel so bad. I, I like genuinely. I'm finding Why? it hard to play. I feel so bad because I've just got annihilated. Why? Genuinely, like, five minutes. Okay, in. Ben. You might not have emotions, but like we've actually spent like a year with more than a year, mm-hmm. two years, chatting to a little person that you are seem capable of just like throwing away. That's the game. At the point. The, the reason we play games, <laughs> Ben, is to I'm feel the things. Monster. <laughs> I'm the yeah, monster. Most of the time, we we play games to feel things yeah, and to experience stuff. What what Ben so, is feeling no, 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 is no, no, joy. Okay. Like, now, what oh. you're forgetting, what you're forgetting, I've got two other characters. I'll just move on. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, you are a psychopath. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woebegone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woebegone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woebegone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later.